Well, let's get into this. This afternoon, it's being talked about uh, right across the board and uh, across the nation, as a matter of fact. Uh, Canadian politicians, uh, current and, and former, including the Prime Minister, denouncing an incident uh, that happened in Alberta when uh, the Deputy Prime Minister, Christia Freeland, was verbally harassed. It happened on, on Friday. Uh, the clip was posted by an account that... Well, if you take a close look at that uh, at that account, it voices opposition to COVID-19 health measures. It shows uh, Freeland, among other things, you know, a whole lot of other things. It shows uh, Minister Freeland entering an elevator at City Hall in Grand Prairie where a man approaches her and begins to hurl, hurl profanities at her. Prime Minister Trudeau today saying the verbal attack on Freeland is not an isolated incident and is... Unacceptable. No matter who you are, who you love, the color of your skin, how you pray, where you're from, your gender, you deserve respect and you deserve to live in peace without fear of threats or violence. So meantime, Minister Freeland saying she's proud to be from Alberta and will keep coming back here because Alberta is her home. She says what happened to her was wrong and that nobody should have to put up with threats and intimidation. Wanted to... Talk a bit about this today, about where can we go from here? How can we temper, you know, knock down the heat of that boiling blood that is happening with, uh, you know, some people uh, in the population? How can we make things better? I've got a few ideas. A couple of the big ones have to do with politicians all across the board, uh, watching their language and setting better examples. But I wanted to get into it with Kurt Phillips, who is the Alberta Board Director for the Canadian Anti-Hate Network. Kurt, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Uh, when you take a look, uh, when you take a look, and you take a listen to what you heard specifically with that uh, video, uh, those that that verbal attack on the Deputy Prime Minister over the weekend here in Alberta, what goes through your mind? What went through your mind? Well, first of all, it's sad. The reality is this isn't a surprise. We've seen an escalation of this kind of behavior over the course of uh, a number of years, certainly during the pandemic. Um, the, uh, we've seen it, of course, with the storms being thrown at uh, Justin Trudeau during the campaign stop, uh, harassment of Jagmeet Singh at a, at a stop, um, and, 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 uh, and other uh, ministers and, 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 and MPs and MLAs. Um, this is not unusual. It's just, I think, for a lot of people, because it's such a high profile, it might be the first time they've seen it, but we've seen this you know, continuing over the course of a, of a number of years now. So why is it continuing, and why does it seem to be ramping up, Kurt? Well, part of it's, I think, in large part due to the spread of misinformation, the kind of conspiracy theories. Uh, the individual in question, uh, you watch his other videos, this is a person who's, um, you know, is afraid of the World Economic Forum. He believes that COVID isn't real. Um, he believes that this is all an effort to destroy Canada. So there, there are individuals and, 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 and agencies out there that are kind of fueling what I regard as a rage machine, continue to make people angry, make people afraid. And when people are afraid they're going to lash out and they're going to lash out at the people who they really believe are the the cause of their perceived misfortunes so what can be done about this kurt well i think it's it's a challenge because the big i think the most important thing is to deal with the disinformation um the other issue of course is that there are some 
political figures out there that I don't think have done a great deal to tap down on on the violent rhetoric, the the anger. Uh, there are some people who are kind of you know using it to fuel their 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 rise in, in terms of electoral politics. Um, that's a real big problem. If people aren't willing to to to, to stand against it, then it's just going to continue to increase. Kurt Phillips joining me this afternoon, board member with the uh, Canadian Anti-Hate Network. And Kurt, I uh, sure appreciate you taking the time this afternoon. Y- you take a look at, at what happened, and I know that there's been a number of um, female politicians who have said, you know, I don't want to talk about it anymore. I've made my statement on it, but until change is happening, until things are being done, uh, you know, at a legal level, at a government level, uh, let's talk again. So is there being... Uh, work done at those levels to to deal with what we're seeing and to have repercussions when when things happen, uh, when things get out of control, when it comes to issues like this. Well, I think that we've seen so much of this. I think it'd be irresponsible for for authorities not to start taking it seriously if they haven't been taking it seriously already. Um, you know, we're going to see this escalate and continue to escalate. The individual in question who did this to Christian Freeland, the deputy prime minister, um, he, he lives in an echo chamber where we might be condemning his behavior, uh, but there are a lot of people who view him as a hero. Um, so he's being lauded online. Um, now, on the other hand, there are also people who believe it's also a, a setup. So, you know, it really depends on who you are. I mean, it's, it's the irony is there, yeah, they, they, these are some people who, who say they want more of this kind of action, but unless you know the individual in question, well, it must be a setup because it's the liberals trying to make themselves look like victims. So it's kind of damned if you do and damned if you don't. Yeah, I, I guess I just, I wonder, you know, how things change. We talk about disinformation. We know that there are some folks or misinformation. We know that there are some folks that will never uh, stop believing in that I just wonder you know what the fine what the end game is going to be what will you know maybe return us to some civility because boy oh boy I, yeah at this point I'm not sure that I, I I see the next number of years with much in it I think what will lead us to at least moving towards some degree of civility are the politicians on all sides of the table all sides of the aisle speaking out against it. Um, I was heartened to see that there were a number of people, uh, liberal, NDP, conservative, who did speak against what happened. We need to see more of that. We need to see people who are not using that anger and stoking that anger for their own political ends. And I think, you know, we've seen that not just at, you know, on fringe movements, but also certainly among some of the mainstream political parties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the thing. And I think it's really important to note, too, that, um, you know, a lot of this is happening right across the board. And when of the things that I've always thought, you know, if we could just get back to having respectful conversations, we don't have to agree on everything. I mean, there's, you know, I talk to people on a regular basis that, you know, we come from, um, you know, different sides of different issues. But if you can have a respectful conversation, that can go a long way. Civility. Absolutely. Yeah, and then the other issue, of course, is social media. I've, I've talked about this in a number of interviews. Uh, my my concern about social media, mm-hmm. um, you know, allowing the disinformation to continue to be disseminated. I mean, the algorithms push uh, whatever whatever you believe to you, whether it's uh, accurate or not. Um, so when people like uh, McDavid. When he is screaming about World Economic Forum, when he's screaming about people being traitors, he believes that because that's the only thing he surrounds himself with at this, at this point. Mm. Uh, he has probably very few voices 
providing them alternative views. And sadly, we live in a world where you can completely exclude anybody else who doesn't confirm your biases. Hmm. Yeah, I think we still have a, an ongoing struggle uh, ahead of us, without, without a doubt. I would like to see, um, you know, some things put in place. Uh, my, my concern, Kurt, is that it's going to it's going to escalate, and it, it's going to go from you know someone yelling uh, verbal abuses at, uh, at 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 someone, and it'll escalate into um, violence or or possibly a death and and that is something that you know I, I don't want to you know blow it up out of proportion but that is that's got to be a concern well we've we seen evidence of that in Great Britain with uh, Joe Cox being murdered in, in the wake of Brexit uh, we saw that just recently with uh, Shinzo Abe being being mm-hmm. shot uh, in, in Japan so you know the the anger whether people be able to justify it or not is kind of reaching a certain crescendo and and I do think that if we don't do something as a society to begin to tap that down uh, we will see an escalation where people may be harmed I mean God forbid anybody's killed but I mean you know it's 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 at a point now where you know where do we go from here we're, we're now yelling at, at, at people scaring intimidating them in, a, in an elevator where do we move on from there because people uh, in comment sections were saying she deserved that more mm. and how do you convince people that that's not the way to engage in political discourse that's that's the struggle we're having Kurt want to thank you for joining me this afternoon I know you're short on time so we'll leave it here thank you for this thank you very much